hey everybody welcome back i am excited to come to you today with this episode because i was really thinking about what was next uh for the next episode of the podcast and what i determined is we needed to talk about the exhaustion that i hear so many women particularly the christian women that i serve through my coaching and why that exhaustion exists here we are the middle of january in 2024 and what i've been hearing probably for the last month or so is the exhaustion now yes i get it we do a lot over the holidays there's a lot happening but friends why are we so exhausted as we build and scale these kingdom businesses that god has given us well i believe that part of the problem is we think that we have to be available constantly so i want to dig into the story of nehemiah today in how he can serve as such an example for us around consistency. And then I'll give you a few other scriptures that you can meditate on as you think about walking into this new year and breaking free and escaping the exhaustion. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. So Nehemiah was a cupbearer to the king. If you've ever gone to your refrigerator and grabbed the gallon of milk and went to taste it or pour it, but you could smell that something was wrong with it, and then you handed it to a family member and said, hey, taste this and tell me if there's something wrong with it. Imagine if that were your job. Imagine if you had the job of cupbearer to the king. In other words, everything that passed in front of the king to eat or drink, you were the taste tester. And I don't mean like taste tests in Costco. <laughs> I mean, you were the one. Like if you keeled over and dropped dead, they knew that the king had been poisoned. So just imagine if that were your job. And just imagine if in that role, you're thinking, Lord, there are bigger fish to fry here. Like, I want to have a bigger impact than this. But how do I get from this, making sure the king is not poisoned, to doing your work, to being divinely aligned to the assignment you've given me? We've been talking a lot about that this month. Well, here's the thing, friends, is that Nehemiah had on his heart and through his prayer and conversations with the Lord that he wanted to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem. But how the heck was he going to be able to do that? See, God positioned him well before that vision in his heart. 
he positioned him as the cupbearer to the king because he was going to need the king's approval, the king's leverage to not only have permission to go and rebuild this wall, but to have the materials to even pass through the other lands to get to go do the work. And what Nehemiah did is he did his job consistently day in and day out. Was it heroic? Yeah, sure it was. Was it risky? Of course it was. But the bottom line is he was consistent. What does this have to do with our level of exhaustion and having to be constantly on? Friends, God did not make you to work the way you've been told. He didn't. There are a lot of podcasts and conversations going on about building a business without social media because we feel that we have to be constantly on, constantly taking the right selfies, constantly recording the videos. I was out with my dog last night in our first snowstorm of the year here, first snowstorm in a couple of years here in Maryland, and he's playing. And I'm like, oh, I got to take video so I can send it to the family. And I got to take video so I can post it online. Why? Who cares? We feel that we have to be constantly available. And let's face it, Mark Zuckerberg and his algorithm is keeping us in this constant wheel, hamster wheel of trying to be available and online all the time and looking good and being out there, et cetera, et cetera. Thankfully, Nehemiah didn't have any of that, right? <laughs> but we are not called to be constantly doing that. Uh, in 2 Timothy 1.7, we are told that we are not, we have not been given a spirit of fear, right? Throughout scripture, the Lord tells us that he is there and he is fighting for us. Like we talked about last week and a couple of weeks ago and going deep that the it's the Lord who gives us what we need. He is the one who brings us to the opportunities for wealth in his definition and in his timing. So why do we feel like we have to be constantly on. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's because we're white knuckling this journey. And what I've discovered in my own journey that led me to coaching and the podcast and the book, et cetera, which you can listen to my testimony in episode 234, is that we have to control it all. Now, listen, I'm a high achiever. I love to be in control. I'm a planner. I like everything to be in its place. I like to know all the details down to the nth degree. I want to leave nothing to chance. I'm not a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. Maybe you are, and that's awesome. But we want to control it all. And because we want to control it all, we feel like we have to constantly hold on to it or constantly be planning it or constantly be online. God does not ask for constantly. He asks for consistency. What does that mean for us as sisters in Christ? The Lord wants us to be consistent in seeking him. He wants to be consistent in worshiping him. He wants to be us to be consistent in our obedience. He wants us to be consistent in bringing our day to him and laying it at the foot of the cross to say, Lord, yes, I've made a few plans on paper, but this is your business. How do we escape this exhaustion? We work constantly. We work consistently, not constantly. When I was in corporate, I had to be available all the time. So I traveled 70% of the time, but I also spent many, many nights and weekends having to be available to do work. And it was perfect, right? Because I was salaried. So they didn't have to pay me any extra for the time. But I was constantly 
working. Even in my first business, my multi-level marketing or network marketing business, I was constantly available. I talked about this recently on an episode, how we would earn these incredible trips and then I'd see these leaders sitting by the pool working constantly, constantly. Don't do anything else, just work constantly. And I believe that we've been sold a bill of goods by the world because that is the world's definition of hustle, is it not? Keep going, work harder, make things happen. That's why we talk about redefining hustle on this show because we want to work intentionally and purposefully. Yes, we want to work with a sense of timing. And of course, we want to seek God in all that we do. But it's about consistency, not constantly. So let's come back to Nehemiah. Nehemiah did his job consistently. He was a trusted part of the king's entourage. He knew, the king knew that he could trust Nehemiah. And so therefore, when Nehemiah came to the king to ask for his permission, not only did the king give him permission, but the king also sent letters ahead to guide his journey safely through these other regions and also to get the materials that Nehemiah needed for rebuilding the wall. And in fact, in Nehemiah 2.20, it says, when they were feeling restless, when he was encouraging the people to keep going, he said, the God of heaven will make us prosper. Nehemiah knew that by depending on God to direct his action and by working consistently, that he was keeping his commitment to the Lord and to the people and the work would be completed. And in fact, the Lord completed that work through these people in 52 days. It's like record timing, right? This is the lesson in Nehemiah is to be consistent. There are certainly other saints of the Bible that can teach us these same lessons. But I love the story of Nehemiah because it's a story of leadership, gathering the people. It's a story of encouragement like we do as leaders and coaches and all of the roles that we play in our businesses. It's a story of belief and faith. And it's a story of consistency. Friend, I want to give you a few pointers for working consistently in your business. And I have a tool that you can download that will help you do this. It's not rocket science. It's a really simple tool we call the daily action sheet. And here's what it consists of. Number one is you got to start and end your day, bookend your day in conversation with the Lord. The Lord doesn't want constantly. He wants consistently. Can you talk to him constantly throughout the day? And do I highly recommend that you do? Absolutely. But can you be consistent even in five minutes in the morning and five minutes before nighttime? Those two bookends are what make up your day. And it's laying your business and your plans at the foot of the cross to allow his way with them. Number two is you've got to allow yourself space and time to rest during the day and throughout your week, your month, your quarter, your year. We've got to learn to work from a place of rest. And that means a restful mind and a restful heart that allows us to be focused. And we can do that consistently. Number three is do not overload your to-do list. Here's the thing. I have a sticky note on my um, monitor here that says, 
am I being productive or just active? And then I have another one in my paper planner that says, if this is the only thing that I accomplished today, will I be satisfied? You don't have to overload your list. Your list and the number of things on it do not define you. And it certainly doesn't point to your productivity. It points to the badge of busyness. We need to get busy being with the Lord versus constantly moving to do the work. Those are just a few pieces from the Dash tool. So I really encourage you to go down in the show notes or uh, go to this link, erinharrigan.com forward slash Dash tool. That'll be down in the show notes. Friends, this is why we're exhausted. And what's fascinating to me is I coach women who have six and seven and eight figure businesses and they're exhausted. Some of them had the most amazing revenue years in 2023, but they're exhausted because they're constantly scrambling to make things happen. When I recently did my best year yet workshop and I did the, the work on my own as well, one of the guidelines that I came up with, you're gonna see me look, if you're watching this live, you're gonna see me look to the side, but the guideline is consistency and authenticity are greater than quantity and constantly. Lord, give, give it to the Lord, my friends. This is how we combat the exhaustion is to work consistently versus constantly. I want to leave you with just a couple of quotes that I picked up. This is actually in my book, Pursuing Success God's Way. That link will be in the show notes as well, or you can find it on my website. But there are a couple of quotes that really struck me around consistency. T.D. Jake said, the strength is in the repeat, not the retreat. Pastor Craig Rochelle said, small disciplines done consistently lead to big results over time. And in an Elevation Church sermon, I heard Stephen Furtick say, the impact of finishing is greater than the excitement of starting. Friends, when we keep that consistency, it's not just about productivity. It's about keeping the commitment to ourselves and to the Lord and what he's given us to do with our mission in the marketplace. So if you're feeling exhausted today, here's my question for you. Are you working constantly or are you working consistently? If this episode spoke to you, I pray that you'll share it with a friend, DM me on social and let me know what resonated with you. And until we're together next time, remember, God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to work the world's way. And I'm the coach that helps you break free from business as usual. And I always pray for and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus as you walk out your mission in the marketplace in this kingdom business he's given you to build. I'll see you on the next episode. As an established solopreneur or business owner with a team of employees who's ready to refine or scale your business, you're probably swimming in opportunities, overflowing with ideas, and excited about the possibilities. But you're overwhelmed thinking, how can I set a strategy when I'm trying to run a business and be productive? There are so many ideas and opportunities. How do I decide what's worth pursuing? I don't have time to waste on things that don't align to the vision and mission that God's given me. My client, Jen, felt this way as she sought to scale her business with a God-honoring strategy. Enter my focused and fruitful strategy day. Jen said of her experience, my strategy day with Erin was just what I needed. She helped me look at my current services, dream about the future, and create a plan to grow and scale. 
Her giftedness as a visionary with an understanding of the day-to-day -day tactical tasks is a magical combination I've never seen before. And she approaches it all from a firm foundation of faith. My strategy day gives you a full day of private coaching with me and my strategic mapping zone of genius while being nourished with good food in a tranquil environment and celebrated for your progress at the end of the day, all in the beauty of Chesapeake Beach, Maryland, or in your location. If you want to bring calm to the chaos, tame the tornado, and silence the squirrels in your business for a clear path forward, visit erinharrigan.com slash strategy day to learn more and schedule time with me. No squirrels were harmed in the making of this message or in the delivery of the strategy day. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.